The Islanders keep rolling, but we've got one, possibly two season-ending injuries. We'll also preview both of this weekend's games, all that and more coming up on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Sart tees it up, and a save is made by Bobrovsky. Nelson, Barzell with the open net, and he scores! Hi, and welcome to the Locked On Islanders podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Gil Martin. I'm an Islanders columnist and historian. And I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, and welcome to the weekend edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. So glad you could join us here today. And thank you for being part of the Locked On Islanders family and for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. And yes, that includes YouTube, so check us out over there and subscribe. Lots to talk about on this show. The Islanders downing the Red Wings 5-2. to two. That's where we'll start. But first, if you've got something Islanders-related on your mind, if you have a question, a comment, a topic that you'd like us to talk about on the air, feel free to send us an email at LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com. And if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles. And you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I. We'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. And I live tweet during nearly every Islanders home and road game So I'll give you instant insight and analysis, and it's always great to interact with Islanders fans during the games and really any time. So please feel free to hit me up on Twitter with questions, comments, or anything else. Islanders, 5-2 to winners over the Red Wings in a game that the outcome was very rarely, if at all, in doubt. And you gotta love the way this game started. I mean, Anthony Bevilla... Scoring just nine seconds into the game. And if you're the Islanders, you have to just appreciate that they followed their formula for victory almost to a T. Number one, get off to the early lead. Number two, play that defense that may give up a lot of shots, but not a lot of quality scoring chances. The Islanders did a very solid job of keeping the Red Wings on the perimeter not just during five-on-five, but, you know, the Islanders were shorthanded at one point, five-on-three for more than a minute and 20 seconds, and still kept Detroit on the perimeter, didn't allow many good scoring chances. Overall, the defensive play in this game, very good until the game was more or less out of hand. It was 4 nothing by the time Detroit got on the board. One of the more encouraging aspects of this game, though, 
well, we'll start. We said Anthony Bevilier scored nine seconds in. That was, what, his second goal in 21 games. Bo, he's been doing better setting other people up, and he also had an assist last night. But a great job to, for him to score and to go to the net early on. Anders Lee, three assists in this game. Matthew Barzal, two assists. And the thing about Barzi, you know, when Barzal is struggling, he'll skate circles around the other team, but it won't lead to anything. It, it, it It's like he's stalling for time and stalling for time and circling and circling, and then he either turns it over or makes an errant pass and, and things just don't work out. In this game, Matthew Barzal circled and circled, but he went toward the net and he not only went, you know, to the net himself and had a couple of shots on goal, but when he skated with the puck, he created quality chances for his teammates. Oliver Wallstrom had a goal. You got to love that. Brock Nelson had two. Uh, Another goal for Josh Bailey. This Islanders team is starting to hit on all cylinders. And look, 7-1-1 now in their last nine games. And you just have to appreciate that what we've seen recently... Yeah, okay. No team is going to win seven, you know, it's going to go seven, one, and one consistently over the course of an entire season. But this is what the Islanders are capable of. And if you look at the last 30, 30, 32 games, you know, the Islanders are playing at a playoff pace. Once they got healthy from COVID and once things sort of settled down, uh, this team was playing hockey at a playoff rate. So they're not that far away from being able to be a good team uh, and a playoff team this year. It it, it really was, you know, the the 13-game road trip to start the season and then more importantly, COVID. Ilya Sorokin, solid 37 saves in this one. The Islanders finally, finally, hitting on all cylinders, and it was a great team effort. And here's the other thing I love about the statistics in this game. We talked uh, about the power play and special teams and how that was important for the Islanders. Well, guess what? Uh, They had a power play goal in this one, did not give up a power play goal in this one. So, you know, check that box. I said they had to be at least plus one. They did it. Played their kind of hockey defensively, check. Got the solid goaltending, check. And those offensive players that we said had to come through, I said Matthew Barzal should have a a good game against a team like Detroit. Brock Nelson should, check, check. Every Islanders player in the top nine, the top three lines, was a plus one in this game. They spread out the scoring among the three lines. They all played well. The power play did its job. They were solid in the face-off circle. Uh, The only sort of down point from an Islanders perspective, Zdeno Chara, you know, the Red Wings pulled their goalie uh, with about five minutes left, a little less than five minutes left. And Zdeno Chara, who doesn't have a goal yet this season, tried two or three times 
to hit the, the empty net and get his first goal of the season. Just missed one time and, and came fairly close another, but he's still waiting for that first goal uh, of the season. And here we are coming toward the end of March. So uh, I hope Z will get at least one by the time the season is over, but you got to be happy with the way this Islanders team is playing overall and with the effort that they put forth uh, last night against the Detroit Red Wings. So look, 15 points, I believe, as of right now, as of the time I'm recording this, out of a playoff spot, they are not going to make the playoffs. It, it, It just... You know, it, it, they're just too darn far away right now. Uh, they have three games in hand on the Capitals, and they are 15 points behind them with 20 games to go. So, you know, if the Islanders go 17-3, and three, uh, that would, you know, mean that if the Capitals go 500, yeah, yeah, I, I can't even get into, the, into all the permutations. It would be a miracle if the Islanders somehow made the playoffs, but solid effort. Got to be happy. You take each game as a building block, and that's a good thing. We have got a lot more to discuss on today's show. When we come back, we will preview both of this weekend's games. The opponents get tougher as Boston and Tampa Bay are the next two teams that the Islanders will be facing. We'll tell you what the Islanders need to do to win those games, plus uh, some injury news that is not really the best, but we'll talk about that and a whole lot more, all still to come on this episode of the Locked on Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Built Bar. Look, have you tried the Puffs? Built Bar Puffs I'll tell you, if you haven't tried them, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best-tasting bars. Puffs are the first-ever protein-infused marshmallow. Think about that. Protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They are a treat. And like all Built Bars, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. And listen to these great flavors. Yummy, cinnamony, churro, coconut marshmallow. My favorite, the banana cream pie. These are so good. They're going to be your new favorite. And like all Built Bars, they're low-calorie, high-protein, low-in-sugar, low-in-carbs, and they taste great. Look, at Built Bar, they're all about that taste. They make it taste delicious first, then they figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know how they do it, but they pull it off every time. Go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. So yesterday, the Islanders get some injury news. Cal Clutterbuck out for the rest of the season. Shoulder injury, that will require surgery. His year is done. And also, uh... You know, not just Clutterbuck out. uh, Clutterbuck definitely out for the rest of the season. But uh, the Islanders also have to deal with, you know, not having uh, all of their defensemen because Scott Mayfield out four to six weeks with a lower body injury. You probably saw him 
take a shot to the ankle or the foot in the game on Tuesday. Looks like he is going to be out. Now, he's out four to six weeks. There's about five weeks left in the season. I would not understand the logic of rushing him back at this point in time. It just doesn't really make sense unless the Islanders have a real chance to squeeze into the playoffs at the end of the season. So, again, we'll we'll wait and see. But uh, I would say, you know, Cal Clutterbuck out for the rest of the year. Scotty Mayfield, maybe a 75% chance that his season has ended. And Sebastian Ajo was the replacement on defense. He, again, Ajo, he does some things really well, but he struggles in his own zone. Had a bad giveaway that led to a Detroit goal in the third period. Uh, still think he's a great AHL player, but not a good NHL player. He's the consummate quadruple-A type of guy. And then uh, Kiefer Bellows stepped into the lineup for Cal Clutterbuck playing on that fourth line. So good that Bellows is getting in the lineup. Bad that Clutterbuck is lost for the year. But again, he's re-signed now and hopefully he's back. Let's preview both of the games for this weekend. Saturday, the Islanders in Boston, a 12.30 p.m. Eastern time start against the Bruins and the Bruins. Uh... Kind of turning it on right now. They are 39-19-5, and 83 points in 63 games. Boston doing it mostly with defense and special teams. They're 17th in goals for, but just 6th in goals against. But both of their specialty team units are top 10. Power play 8th with a 24.2% success rate. The PK 9th with a hair under 82%. Linus Olmark and Jeremy Swayman are the goaltending duo, with Olmark uh, starting one more game so far this year than Swayman. Swayman has the better numbers, a 2.09 goals against and a 9.25 save percentage. You know a lot of the names. Brad Marchand, David Pasternak, Patrice Bergeron, Taylor Hall, Charlie McAvoy. This is a good, dangerous team. They made a move at the trade deadline to bolster things a little bit on the blue line. Uh, So, again, uh, you you just sort of look at this team and say, you know, this is more of a test for the New York Islanders. We look at the line combinations right now due to some injuries. Jack Studnicka is the first-line center with Brad Marchand and Jake DeBrusque on either side of him. Eric uh, Haula Centers Taylor Hall and Pasternick on the second line. Charlie Coyle, the third line pivot with Trent Frederick to his left, Craig Smith to his right. Tomas Nosek is the fourth line center with Nick Felino and Curtis Lazar flanking him. The newly acquired Hampus Lindholm is on the top pairing with Charlie McAvoy. That gives them a lot more flexibility on defense. Matt Greslick and Brandon Carlo, the second pairing, Derek Forbo- uh, Forbert, and Connor Clifton, the third pairing. And then in goal, you have Swayman and Olmark right now. Patrice Bergeron, day-to-day, we'll see if he's available on Saturday. And Jakob Zaboral is right now on IR. Islanders got to keep playing their game. And one thing they cannot allow is for some of the peskier Bruins, the more physical Bruins, to disrupt 
what they do so well. So can't let a guy like uh, Brad Marchand, for example, get under your skin if you're the New York Islanders. Then Sunday, uh, the Islanders taking on the Tampa Bay Lightning, the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion, Tampa Bay Lightning. And uh, this game back at the UBS Arena, a 2 o'clock Eastern start. So two weekend matinees for the Islanders. And look, if you've been an Islander fan the last couple of years, you know the Lightning very well. They have one of the best goalies in the league in Andre Vasilevsky. Uh, he's 32-13-4 this year, a 2.38 goals against and a 9.19 save percentage. And those are bad, not bad numbers, but they're off. Those numbers are off his regular pace. Brian Elliott is the backup. We know the names. Stamkos, Hedman, Braden Point, a name that no Islander fan wants to hear. Nikita Kucherov, uh, Andre Palat, Alex Kalorn. This is the team that put the Islanders out of the playoffs the last two years. And look, Tampa Bay needs this game. They are fighting Toronto for second place in the Atlantic Division and still hope to catch Florida for first place. Right now, uh, Tampa Bay... 8th in goals against in the league, 12th in goals scored. The power play only 17th, but it's getting better. And the penalty kill, 14th. We look at the line combinations for the Bolts, and here we go. It's a point with Palat to his left, Kucherov to his right on the top line. Stamkos is the second line center with Kalorn to his left and Braden Hagel, uh, Brandon Hagel rather, to his right. Anthony Sorelli, Ross Colton and Nick Paul make up the third line and the fourth line, Pierre-Edward Belmar, Patrick Maroon, and Corey Perry. Uh, just to show you how good the depth is, Victor Hedman and Jan Ruta are the top defensive pairing. Mikhail Sergachev and Eric Cernak are the second pairing. And Ryan McDonough and Zach Bogosian are the third pair. Uh, the goaltenders, Vasilevsky and Elliott, as we mentioned right now, they're a healthy team, so that doesn't help. Right now, you know, the key for the Islanders against the Bolts, slow down Tampa Bay in the neutral zone. Cannot, cannot let Stamkos and Kucherov and, uh, you know, those guys point, come through the neutral zone with speed. If they do, you're in trouble. And the other thing is, on the opposite end, and we saw more, a little more of this against Detroit, but I think even more, you got to shoot the puck because it is not easy to beat Vasilevsky. So, look, the Islanders, as I said, 7-1-1 one, one in their last nine games. If they could get three points out of four against Tampa Bay and Boston, or it should be Boston and Tampa Bay, this weekend, that would be a, a solid performance from the Islanders. Four points would be a bonus. Two points, you know, that's not terrible. And in less than two points, and it's a disappointing weekend. This is where, you know, the level of play ratchets up. You're not talking about Detroit, who is not going to make the playoffs. You're talking about Boston, who's hot and who is, is playing very well lately. And then the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions who knocked you out of the playoffs the last two years, the Islanders, 
If you want to show your fans something, you want to show management, hey, we're good enough to still play with these guys, go out and prove it this weekend. All right, when we come back, we have our Islanders birthday of the day. A former Islanders captain is the birthday boy uh, today, so let's see if you can figure that out. We've got that and some final thoughts about where this team is right now, and it's in a better place than I think we've thought. All that and more still to come on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at Bet Online. It's that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season, and it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day. It is a captain. Someone who only spent, well, three seasons with the Islanders in the early 2000s. They made the playoffs in all three of those years. I'm talking about former Islanders center Mike Pekka. Pekka will be 48 on Saturday. Pekka originally drafted 40th overall in round two by the Vancouver Canucks back in 1992, uh, made his NHL debut with the Canucks in 1993-94, but by 95-96, he was off to Buffalo, and he excelled there, had a 27-goal season in 1998-99. That was his career high. Joined the Islanders after not playing in 2000-2001, 25 goals and 60 points in 80 games with the Islanders in 2001-2002. Fell off to 42 points the following year and then 40 points in 2003-2004. The Islanders eventually sent him to Edmonton. He later played for Toronto and Columbus before hanging up his skates after the 2008-2009 season. In 864 career games, Mike Pekka had... 176 goals, 465 points. He played in 97 playoff games, 15 goals, 34 points in those. Pekka, you know, not the biggest guy, 5'11", 181. Not the most skilled guy, but a great all-around game. Good checker, good defensively, good at scoring, but not elite. But, you know, sort of the perfect number two center with great intangibles. We'll look at one of Mike Pekka's better games with the Islanders March 10th, 2002 at the Nassau Coliseum. Let's bring in the old Atlanta Thrashers. Passy uh, Nermanen is the goalie for Atlanta. Chris Osgood, Ozzie, in goal for the Islanders. And it was Alexi Yashin getting the scoring started just a minute six into the game. His 29th, Marius Tchaikovsky and Oleg Kavasha with the assist. one nothing Islanders. Roman Hammerlick makes it 2-0 Isles at 6.49 of the first assist to our Islanders' birthday of the day. Michael Pekka and Mark Parrish, it's 2-0. Then, 
Marius Tchaikovsky, his 18th, from Kavasha, Oleg Kavasha and Eric Cairns at the end of the period, 3-0 Islanders. Mike Pekka makes it 4-0 Islanders midway through the second. His 20th of the year, Sean Bates and Branislav Mezzi, uh, the assists at 9.46. And then Roman Hammerlick unassisted his 7th at 13.09, 5-0 Islanders after two periods. In the third, Danny Heatley gets Atlanta on the board and ruins Chris Osgood's shutout at 14.28 of the third. Tony Herkus and Andy Sutton, a future Islander, with the assists. And then later on, Mike Pekka answers his second goal of the game, 21st of the year, Adrian Acoin and Sean Bates with the assist. Islanders win this one over the Atlanta Thrashers by a score of 6-1. to one. For our Islanders' birthday of the day, Mike Pekka, two goals, one assist, three points, and a plus three, four penalty minutes, and he scored two goals in three shots on goal. So Pekka, a big part of the Islanders' teams that made the playoffs but never quite won a playoff round in the early 2000s. We wish him all the best on his 48th birthday. It's Saturday. Mike Pekka is our Islanders' birthday of the day. I'll tell you, I am encouraged at the Islanders' play as of late. And again, they're not going to make the playoffs. I have no illusions about that. I'd, I'd love it. Uh, I'd be shocked. But at least now, with the team sort of defining their roles, they're not as consistent as you want them to be. But, you know, they are. They have beaten during this 7-1-1 one, one role. They have beaten St. Louis. They beat Winnipeg. They beat Anaheim. They beat the Rangers. They beat Dallas. Those are all teams that are kind of fighting for playoff position. So that is a good thing. And, you know, overall, this Islanders team is just playing a lot better hockey. Enjoy watching this team play well. Uh, Enjoy watching them win, even if it's not going to get them to the playoffs this year, because, uh, again, to me, you want to build confidence, build the culture, and please, Barry Trotz, Get Kiefer Bellows, Robin Sallow, get them out on the ice. Give them more ice time. Let's see what these kids can do. It, 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 it's, it really does make sense for the Islanders to do that as we head down the stretch, and hopefully they will. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. That does it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Have a great weekend. You got two Islanders games this weekend, so that should be fun and keep everybody busy. Uh, I'm looking forward to both of these games. Good opponents, should be some good hockey. We'll be back Monday with our key takeaways from those games and all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe. And of course, let's go Islanders.